Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land, or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my echoey radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, local chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? Man, you're uh, you're getting to the point where you can go through that like a uh, uh, you know an auto sales radio ad. I know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> that's that's really working. Yeah, I'm doing good. It is a bit echoey in here now that we're in a frigging construction site here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, first off, everybody, sorry that we were not able to do the show last week. However, Adrian's house is under massive construction. Yeah, yeah. And I no longer have a home, so we don't can't we're, do it we're there. We're literally simultaneously. We both ended up quasi homeless. Yes, I mean you are you are completely homeless at this point. I mean, I have a roof that I can sleep under uh, over, but right. That's about it. But you you sold your house and you're in between houses at this point. Yeah, yeah. You know. Sold the house. I'm in between. We're gonna. I think we'll have it next week. Or that, yeah, next week we'll probably have it. Or so we'll have it all ready to go. But we're moving back to Newport Richie. And I do have a roof over my head, but it's a lot like indoor camping. <laughs> you know, because I have no kitchen. We have one semi-functional bathroom. Um, and uh, basically, uh, I tell you what, a continental breakfast at a Motel 6 would look like heaven to me right now. <laughs> you know? I'm surprised you guys aren't doing that. Like, I'm surprised you're not just going to a random hotel and just going to grab breakfast and bringing it back. You know, that's actually, like, that just seems like a wily thing. It's not a bad idea. It's I mean, it really idea. does seem like yeah. a like a thing a Wiley, we a Wiley some, family would do. Some friends who own the uh, uh, Holiday Inn Express uh, downtown Dunedin, and we can probably say, "Hey, you mind if we stop by for continental breakfast every morning?" You should. <laughs> we do have the, a functional coffee maker, which is, you know, for me, that's ninety percent of it. I got. As you. long as I can make coffee in the morning, it's not horrible for you. Yeah, exactly. The other, I think, the other occupants of the house may uh, they may disagree. Uh, well, you know, we're all we're all getting by. That's so good. We'll all survive. Yeah, no, I, I was but able to have the, that. the really cool thing is, is as inconvenient as it is and as horrible and as, uh, you know, expensive and, you know, as painful as everything is. And the good news is when it's there's light at the end of the tunnel, because when it's all done, my mother-in-law moves in. <laughs> is, oh, is it official now? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just, it, it, yeah, that's my life, folks. You wonder why I'm an asshole. You wonder why I'm an angry guy <laughs> because I'm, 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 I'm living in a uh, house that uh, should probably be condemned at this point, And I'm just waiting to fix it. So my mother-in-law can move in. Ooh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you get along with her though, don't you? Yeah. It's a huge look on uh, at our, our makeshift wedding reception. She's saying, uh, I got friends in low places and pointed at me the whole time. Nice. Yeah, so that's kind of our relationship. Was she drinking when she did it, though? Oh, yeah, heavily. Oh, but, well, I mean, that's, got to, that's a good quality sign. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But she doesn't drink anymore, though, so. Oh, yeah. man. Once the drinking <laughs> stops, that's <laughs> right. when you got problems. My drinking, though, has been uh, has been considerably higher than normal, though. Nice. Good yeah. for you. Well, I think good for you. I think that's all of our patriotic duty to do during these uncertain times is, is to, to get drink as drunk heavily. as possible. <laughs> yeah, right. That's America. America. That's, yeah. That is yeah. definitely America. Absolutely. 
You know, and we did take off. You know, we didn't. We we're not able to do the show last week, right? So because all, of the circumstances we just described, yeah, you know. But all hell breaks loose every freaking week. There is so much stuff to go through that I don't even almost know where to start with stuff to go through. Like, th- there's so many different things going on right now right. that it's even hard to be like, well, which one are we gonna? What are we gonna go about first? So I think what we should do is we should start with something local, then go national, then go back to local, and then go fun. Okay. So let's start with, let's talk about Bob. Oh, Gualtieri, my sheriff. And uh, for those of you listening in other parts of the country, forgive us. We got to talk a little local politics here. But but uh, you probably can equate it to something happening in your area. Yeah, too. yeah. And uh, basically, we have a sheriff that's on his uh, third term, I think, running for re-election. And um, what we're seeing, the TV is flooded with campaign ads essentially for Bob Gualtieri only one problem they're not officially campaign ads he's showing these ads as recruitment ads to get new employees for the sheriff's office and he's showing all these videos of him like supervising and showing how well the sheriff's office is doing and he's like come be a part of our team you know sign up for to be an employee because look how well we run and look how beautiful this is and look how well we take care of crime and all this and these ads weren't running three months ago these ads weren't running for the past three years but all of a sudden right before election time these ads that are paid for by the taxpayers not his campaign Mm -hmm. Are running and why because he has a democrat and an independent challenger this time around does he actually have any serious competition i don't think it's any serious competition that's probably why he's not digging into his own pockets he's only using taxpayer money to run his campaign yeah um but the funny thing is is I, and i'm pretty far out of the loop so i don't know if anyone's complaining about it i haven't read a local newspaper probably in a year um, I don't know if anyone's called him out on this, but the ads don't stop and they're blanketing. They must, he must've saved up the entire Pinellas County ad budget, uh, Pinellas County Sheriff's office ad budget to run this month because literally every time I'm watching a Rays game or, a, and that's probably the only reason I'm seeing them because I've been watching lightning and Rays games. Mm-hmm. They're on all over the place. You know, so it's uh well, and you got to remember the shady way in which this guy got into office to begin oh, yeah, with. Though. You know, and here's the thing about him. As far as what he does, he's not a he, he's not a good sheriff, but he's not a horrible sheriff either. Yeah, I've I've called him out a lot of times, but I've also praised him on a few things. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like a, a middle of the road sheriff. He's not terrible. He's not great. He's just kind of middle of the road. But he's a he's a, a scumbag when it comes I mean, he's to this an author- sort of, and he's authoritarian psychopath too. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't. Even though he talks like that. In practice, he's not that over the top about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 kind of a weird, you know. I, like, for example, I like Gualtieri better than Nako. Mm, well, yeah, because, well, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that goes without saying, though. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. guy is basically a terrorist. Oh, yeah, he, he really is a terrorist. I mean, he's done videos with the, the deputies behind him all masked up. Yeah, that's you just know, disgusting. Like just, well, yeah. And on the side of the vehicles of Pasco County, it says, we fight as one. Right. Who are you fighting? Because everybody's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. So when you say we fight as one, oh, yeah. like that is just that is a that is a mob mentality on the citizenry of the people in Pasco County. Well, the whole thing about law enforcement, like uh, you know, I saw an, uh, uh, there was a story, and I forget which county it was. It was one of the counties here in Florida uh, where they did a sting operation in a park to get uh, gay guys that were meeting up in the park. Mm-hmm. 
However, they were in most cases, they were just meeting in the park to go somewhere else private to have sex. Mm -hmm. Okay. But because they were meeting in the park, the sheriff did a, a sting operation and then, and then posted all these guys mugshots online and called them, uh, you know, degenerates and, and perverts. Sexual and deviants or something sexual like that. Sexual deviants, yeah, exactly. So you, you, you're familiar with this story. No, I just know the normal <coughs> word they use for That was actually what, the, that was his exact phrase was yeah. sexual deviants. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and but here's the thing. A, whatever happened to, you know, innocent until proven guilty. That's one. And B, essentially. They're consenting adults. They're consenting adults. And there was no evidence that they intended to have sex in public. Yeah. I mean, this was just, okay, I'll meet you at the park and then we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You know, and apparently, I guess there were a few cases where people were exposing themselves in the park, but these guys weren't necessarily the ones doing it. They just happened to go for a meetup in the park. Well, and it was a sting operation there, so they were talking to a deputy anyway. Exactly. You know? Well, that, and that's the thing. It wasn't. It, this was a contrived situation. Oh, completely. Yeah. You know, like how many times are we dealing with contrived situations? It go. Oh, that that was another thing we didn't put in. Oh man, we got to put that in the notes. I forgot all about that. This, okay. This one's actually going to make. Let's do this one. We'll all do right. this right next. Go ahead. Did you hear about the plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer? No. Okay. The oh, I, I did catch something about that. The Michigan. governor of Michigan, right? So the federal government found out about an operation that was going on to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer and basically try her for her crimes, or you know, kidnap her and try her for her crimes. Okay, and it ended up being a pretty serious. Like th these guys were kind of serious about it. Like they had plans. They were scouting out her, her vacation it. home and all this other kind of stuff. Awesome. And God so bless they America. Were, <laughs> and they were really trying this this out. The reason they found out about it was is because the FBI had a informant that was in the mix. Right. However, the informant probably was the one that put the idea together yeah. and promoting it to these people and got these other people to, to go along with it, to start planning it and operating it and stuff like that. And then the feds came in and did it. Right, right. And that happens all the time. I mean, how many of the uh, terrorist uh, operations that were... Um, you know, uh, basically stopped by the FBI were actually the FBI supplying the fake bomb and telling the guy, go, go blow that up. Yeah. So it's like if, if it he, happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. And that's what a, a majority of them are. So if the FBI had never gotten involved, that individual would not have had the capacity to do it. And he may or may not have had the uh, inclination or intention to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like this, this whole idea of sting operations. Just well, same thing with Ruby Ridge. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Waco. I mean, you name it. Yeah. They all end up like that. So they end up, they end up 14 people are ended up being charged in this plot to kidnap her, basically. Right. Now, they're blaming Trump for this. Okay. However, the guys that were part of it didn't like Trump either. Right. Like, they actually were probably more, like, if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to attribute one group to this. Right. It's probably like the radical, like, libertarian anarchists right yeah i was gonna say this sounds like a great i, I thought i thought it was a great idea well here's the thing in to fact if anyone out there is listening wants to kidnap public officials give me a call <laughs> um i'm totally on board with that let's let's do it no. you know 
No, no, no. We're not, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not let's that. do it up. And I can guarantee you this is not an FBI sting operation. No, well, no, but it's publicly on the air, so you might as well say it is. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm yeah, anybody serious. Anybody that calls fact, you up with an idea for this is the is dumb as shit. We, we need, like, some, some big cargo vans because I think we're going to start with about 535 people I can think of that we're going to kidnap. <laughs> you know? Um, so if you got a van, maybe a pickup truck, we'll just, you know, throw a tarp over their heads or something in the back. Deuce and a half would be great. So yeah, let's, uh, let's put this together, folks. We can make this happen. Well, okay. But here's, here's the one thing about this that I wanted to bring up. The point I wanted to bring up about this is right. that this woman, Gretchen Whitmer right. is already violating her constitutional oath has done it since the beginning. Right. And even when the, the state Supreme court has told her to stop what she's doing. She has still refused to stop what she's doing. She is in violation of the con- of the st- of the federal constitution, of the state constitution. She is in violation of her office. Should be brought up on charges oh, yeah. and should be in jail right now. Like there is no getting around that and I'm I'm going to say it I'm going to say it as nicely as I can. That fucking fact is that she is in violation of the Constitution. What do you expect the general public to do when you have elected officials that are purposely, purposely tanking an economy based off of lies and misinformation on on a virus that is going to work itself through the population whether you fucking like it or not, and that they are locking down the states and causing death, causing more death from the government action than from the actual virus itself and causing more destitute and and desperate actions of people, what do you expect them to do? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this, folks, and I had an experience uh, just yesterday uh, that exemplified the usurpation of power that has gone on lately. Uh, and that's what's ha- happening. I mean, these government officials, they have just taken just taken so much power that they don't have. Like, a few years ago, all of us would have been like, they don't have the power to do any of this shit. None of it. They can't do this. And it's like they just do it, and there's nobody to stop them. I'm mean, what, with courts. The courts have no teeth. What do they care? No, the, here's the thing. The courts intervened in Michigan, and, and here's it what happened. Nothing. She ignored it. Yeah. And she tries to hide behind. Here's the thing. What the what the people that are the pro-lockdown people try to do is they try to behind, hide behind that they're some kind of perceived, like, they're doing this for your own good, one, which right. they're not. No. And they're trying to hide behind what they're saying is the science. Well, it doesn't matter if they think they're doing it for your good or not. Which they might. They might actually think that they are saving the world and they are the good little parents and they're taking care of us pathetic children who can't yeah. do our own thing. It doesn't matter. They don't have the authority to do it. It's, it's, that's the thing. That government is doing all these things that they do not have the authority to do. Exactly. And they just create the authority. And there's no one there to challenge them. And when the people challenge them, the FBI comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is a case where I, I support the people who were trying to arrest and try uh, Governor Whitmer. Yeah, you know, uh, I I do because that. What other recourse do we have? I mean, I think if you're going to see the continuation of the lockdowns, you're going to see it's an not just increase that, though. in. Well, I mean, you're going to see the an most in, visible, but, yeah, but it's you're going to see that. an increase in. In citizens not having any other option, like they can't redress their grievances any other way. So you're, if, right. if you make peaceful revolution, if you make peaceful revolution impossible, then violent revolution is going to be inevitable. And I, 
I keep saying this. And you're seeing this all over the country. It is inevitable. It's and unfortunately, it's almost necessary. Well, you and know? you're seeing it. From, here's the thing, and you're seeing this from all sides of the equation right now. Right. So this is not only a right thing. This is a left thing. This is a everybody thing because the thing is this: the government's foot is on everybody's throat right oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong; it manifests itself in different ways. So, like in the Black Lives Matter movement, they feel as if the throat, the, the 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 throat of the 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 government's boot has been on their throat. And you know what? It has. Oh, it totally has. Now, it, I don't believe it's that been it in has. a much more physical manner than it has on on most of us. Uh, you know, middle aged white. Uh, middle class people. That's true. You know they've had it, it more physically, but we're we're all getting it. The boots on all of our throats. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, figuratively. Yeah, and I think that's the one, that's the one thing about if you look at like the, and again, me and you, we 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 kind of differ a little bit on some of these things. But if you look at the the overall thought process behind the Black Lives Matter movement, I don't blame it on systemic racism. It's really more of a problem of systemic government. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Without question. I, I mean, racism is obviously a component of it. But, but, but it's the, a, it's the a bigger sub, problem it's a is sub, government. It's a sub it's a sub problem used as and if you want to say it this way, it's a sub problem used as a recruiting device to get authoritarian psychopaths right. to go to do it for their reason and rationale. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's one way of putting it. And if you're listening to this and you don't understand what we're talking about, about government taking authority that they don't have. I want to explain to you my experience yesterday. And uh, as I talked about, um, you know, my house is under construction. That means I've got two large dogs, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, And they have been cooped up in, packed in a bedroom that's full of stuff. They have about, you know, 20 square feet that they can lay down and operate in because we had to close them the bedroom. We've got workers here. They, the dogs can be aggressive. So, um, and they're, you know, workers coming in and out doors open. We don't want them run out. So we essentially lock them up in a bedroom. Um, so they've been all cooped up. So I've been looking to, you know, throw the dogs in the truck and take them to run somewhere. Okay. Well, I live in Pinellas County, so it's the most densely populated County, um, in, in the state of Florida. Um, but, you know, there's uh, there's still wide open spaces. You know, there are some. There are some. Um, I thought. So I went to. I started going to some of these places. Well, there's a tract of land out there. You know, I can take the dogs, get them away from everybody, let them off the leash, let them run for a little bit because you know nobody around, no, nobody to bother us, nobody for them to bother. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I go to one of the places. It's fenced off now. You know, all fenced off. Sign that says Pinellas County government property, no trespassing. Um, I'm like, okay, well, that sucks. Let me go find another place. Go to another place. Fenced off. Pinellas County government property, no trespassing. Go to another place. It's a, and it's a place I happen to know that's actually a road easement, a county road easement. Okay. And it's, uh, you know, just huge track of land. And there's, you know, it's a county road easement. So it's a public road. It's just not fully paved, right? It is blocked off. And since they're doing a little construction, they have additional signs that say, uh, this is a construction site. So if you trespass, it's a felony. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I swear to God. And I'm just looking for all, I'm, all I want. Look, here's the thing. Here's my mindset. My family settled in Pinellas County in 1918. Five generations of Wileys have been paying property tax and sales tax and uh, countless other taxes and fees to the county of Pinellas. 
For years, for over a century, my family has been paying tax in this county, and I'm not even allowed to go to an open plot of land that is owned by the county government that is supposed to be public property without threat of being arrested for a fucking felony on the land that I paid for. That you it's, continue to pay for. That I continue to pay for. It is so infuriating. And this, and I'm thinking all day. And I drove around for four hours, for four hours throughout North Pinellas and throughout uh, uh, the Anclote area, south, uh, Southwest Pasco. I could not find a single tract of land that I could let my dogs off the leash that wasn't fenced off. And there was plenty of them out there, but they were all fenced off, no trespassing. You know, how does, and let me ask you this. Some of them even, some of the signs even said private property of Pinellas County government. Oh my God. That how? is an oxymoron. Yes, yes. But there's nothing to stop them. And I swear to God, you know what? I hope the county is listening because I decided yesterday that from now on, I'm keeping bolt cutters in my truck. And you're not going to know when and where I strike, but I'm going to start cutting those locks and opening up those fences because you do not have the authority to fence the people out of public land. Unless there's some, look, if it's under construction, I get it. Safety issue, fine. But if you've got a hundred acres of land that is just sitting there wide open with nothing going on, you have no right and no authority to fence off that land and keep the taxpayers off of it. It's just wrong. And that is, it's, it's a microcosm of everything that's going on. It's a microcosm of the government taking away the power of the people to have any say whatsoever. You know, it's a microcosm of them saying, you know what? We're telling you, you have to shut down your business. You know what? It's a microcosm of them saying, yeah, we're going to put fluoride in your water because we think it's good for you. We don't care what you think. You know, it's, it's just they don't have that authority, but yet they do it anyway. And that's what is so infuriating to me. And there, what's our recourse? Spend thousands of dollars, hire attorneys, get lawsuits, get a court order, and then they ignore it anyway? Mm -hmm. You know, that's what, that's what government is forcing the people to the situation where... You know, look, folks, I'm not a violent person. I'm not a person who wants to break laws that make sense. But that's how I feel right now. I feel like I want to go out there and fucking tear down fences that the government has no authority to put up. I want to go out there and start cutting padlocks that government has no authority to keep us off the land we paid for. You know, it's just right. It, 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 wrong, I mean. And I understand. Look, you can have a park and you can have a county park and make a bunch of rules there. But if there's a tract of land that you own, you can't keep people off it. It's just wrong. You know? And that, I tell you, I was so pissed off yesterday. So I'm still obviously pissed off about it. It's like, you know, every t everywhere you turn, government is stopping you from doing something that they have no right to stop you from doing and no reason to do it other than they can just take the power to do it. I mean, what's the purpose of that? Because they have the monopoly of violence. Right, exactly. Exactly. What's the purpose of that? Of what? Stopping you from going onto that land? Yeah. Yeah, on hundreds of acres of wide open fields. Just nothing. God, I hate to... Okay, look, by the way, let me just say this first. I totally agree with you. So I'm not saying this in a way 
to try to defend their actions because I am not. What I am offering you is what I believe their excuse is in order to do it. Okay. Their excuse is, is that if we just open it up and let people go there, someone will get injured. And because it's on county property, right. that that person that's injured will sue the county and it will cost us millions of dollars to do that. Really? But they can pass all kinds of laws that say they're not responsible when they inject a vaccine into us that, uh, you know, causes brain damage. Well, look, I'm not, again, hold on. Oh, I know. I just, I, I know. I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm countering your devil. I I know that's not your position, but I'm just saying they pass laws to exempt themselves from, you know, uh, litigation all the time. Oh yeah. No. And a simple sign would do this is that enter at your own risk. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, a exactly. simple sign would fix that. Yeah. A simple sign. Enter at Instead your own of risk. no trespassing. This is county property. Yeah. Enter at your own risk. If yeah. you get hurt here, then it's on you. We're we not are gonna, not responsible. It's for like you. no lifeguard on duty. Exactly. Exactly. It's like no lifeguard you know, on duty. That happened down in uh, uh, Coquina Beach a few weeks ago. A, a, a storm was coming and they closed the beach. And like they, they made everyone get off the beach. It's like, I, I, you know, and the lifeguard said, you can't be on the beach. I'm like, how? How, how do you have the authority to know? <laughs> and I said, no, I'm going to be on the beach. You know, there was a storm in the distance, but it, it you know. Yeah, but you're on the beach. Well, it's uh, lightning. Okay, you're outside. Right. You can I, be outside in the parking lot. I understand. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll take the risk. Well, here's the thing. Look, if you're going to be outside in a lightning storm, I'm not saying that's the smartest move in the world either, but you can't make a fucking law against right. you being well, there out. Was, that's the thing. There is no law. They just close the beach and it's like, well, it's, we have the authority to close the beach. We're going to close the beach. No, you don't have the authority. And that's what I told the guy. He said, the beach is closed. I said, I don't care. And he didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh yeah. At that point. Yeah. Well, Cause here's the thing. Right. Most people, he left me alone, but well, mo- and that's the thing. Most people will just comply. Right. Is that the people that don't comply, they're either going to, here's the thing. Either and then one there's or two FBI things are sting operations. Well, yeah, but there's, well, there's a difference between you walking on the beach and you plotting. A for now. <laughs> yeah, for now. But yeah. what I'm saying is that there is a difference between the two, though. I mean, that's what happens. It keeps creeping. You know, at first it's like, oh, well, only those crazy extreme people. And now, now it's, oh, well, now a little more moderate people. And now someone who just wants to walk on the beach is a criminal. Look, here's the thing. There's multiple- someone who wants to run his dogs could be a felon. There are multiple states right now. Where there is black market hairdressing. Right. Yeah. That, that is going on in this country right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. There are places in this country there, where they There have, are people who are getting arrested for, you know, d- d- having their normal business services that yeah. are completely legal. Yeah, yeah that's completely... Normally, they, they, here's the thing, though. Those people are now in the same category as drug dealers. Yeah, yeah. If it shows you the ignorance of the drug war, it's almost this... like. There's so many things going on right now where if you are a person that believes in real freedom and liberty and individual rights that you can point to, to be like, this is why the whole system's corrupt. Oh yeah. Because all of this is wrong. And it, it was the only reason they're able to be able to get, get away with any of it right now is because they've conditioned you with all the other stuff that you've, that you've now seeded even this much of your own freedom right. in order for a perceived safety that is again, and I wanted to get back to this point because I, I know you kind of you you kind of went away from the point, but I wanted to get back to this point. If you look at the actual science of the coronavirus, you will see that the kill rate for anyone that's under seventy years old is way less than one percent or less than one percent. Right. That the odds of a hundred people getting the coronavirus, one of them. Not even a half of person will die of getting this thing. Right. That is not dissimilar to the flu. 
It is not. And it's a virus. You hear another thing. This is also science. You can't stop it from working itself through the population, which is why in the beginning they sold this thing as flattening the curve. When you're flattening it, when you're flattening the curve, you're not getting rid of the total number. You're just stopping it from overwhelming the system. That is the definite, again, the science of it. If you want to go down the fucking road of science, the science is, is that you can't stop it from working through the population, which is why the only thing they're talking about right Right now is the number of cases that are popping up. They're not talking about the deaths anymore because the deaths are way down. We've gotten way better even now without a, without a quote unquote vaccine. We've already gotten better with therapeutics and different methods that they can, that less people are being on, on, on the ventilators, less people are staying in the hospitals. Hell, a, and I'll use my, my, my illustrious colleagues here term, a obesely overweight 77 year old that eats freaking fast food like it's going out of style made it through this thing in a couple days all right if he can make it through it in a couple days it ain't really that worrisome which is so disappointing (laughs) i'm so disappointed this virus is not more deadly (laughs) i you know i I tell you after 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 yesterday i was like you know what i'm on i'm on board with the georgia guidestones (laughs) we need to kill about 95 percent of the population you know Come on, virus. Come on, COVID. I mean, like, this is start with stupid people and authoritarians. You know, let's weed them out and we'll be much better off. Just this follow the science crap, though, is really pissing me off because I'm like, yeah, you should follow the science. You really should. You should actually, because here's the thing. All, here's the thing. You know what science does, though? Science doesn't tell you what your actions should be. It tells you what's going on with it currently using the data. Like, it's using the data, and then you have to. Take the data, look at it, and then make decisions based off of that data. And based off of the information you have right now, we shouldn't lock anything down. Everything should be opened up today. You're right. And you know, here's the thing though. And again, I'll, I'll make sure I say this. If you're over 70 years old, what you should do is you should like, um, um, you should shelter in place. You should limit no, your you exposure. Shouldn't. No, you should Hold on. Let me finish what I'm concerned. I if know you, what you're saying. You've said you it a thousand fe- times. If you, I know, but I'm saying a thousand and one more. If you feel as if this is dangerous for you, if you feel, then right. that's what you should do. If not, but if live your fucking life. If, if you're practical and you, uh, you know, looking at it from the odds of actually, uh, you know, uh, having a contracting it, b having a severe adverse reaction to it, uh, if you were actually looking at it realistically, even if you're elderly, you should say eh. it's like five percent, right? Uh, maybe I'll wear a mask. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if it. of the people should not even be remotely concerned about it. And 1% should be moderately concerned about it. Yeah. You know, it's really what it boils down to. But we should open everything up right now. No, we should not have fucking government with authority to close it down in the first place. And we should not have government that has the authority to, to put up fucking fences. You know, I, God, I so hate government today. You do I sound hate, like gover- you hate government. Though. I hate government more than I've hated government in a long time. Nice, because they are just oh god. They're really fucking with my shit everywhere, and they've been doing it for a long time, you know. Uh, so, but it, 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 like we were talking about a minute ago, you know, it's they're coming for more and more people. They're taking away that right from more and more people. They're infringing upon the lives of more and more people. It's like. Uh, let's take it to one of our other stories, Facebook and Twitter, you know, and the social media giants. Well, initially when they went after Alex Jones 
Mm-hmm. You know, they were just going after the the so-called crazies. Everybody could agree that Alex Jones is a bad guy. Right. And that we can, you can ban him and stuff like that. Because, exactly. you know, why not? You know? It's, well, not everybody agreed, but, no, you know, no, no, no. enough You're, people agreed. The, the yeah. vast majority of people that, aren't, that don't listen to Alex Jones or that were too afraid to say anything to try to save the guy we're like, well, we're just going to, that's fine. We're, and ironically, he was the guy saying that they're going to, you know, censor all the information and shut down guys like me. And then they're coming for you next. Yeah. <laughs> you and know? that's what he, and that's right. what he said. And you know what? Here's the thing. Alex Jones has been wrong about a lot of things. He was not wrong about this. And he's As been right about fact, a, a good been, number too. No, he's been right about some things Man, too. Definitely right about this. I don't think they're turning the frogs gay though, but I'm just saying. You never know. But, but here's the thing though, because the guy is such a, you a gotta, lightning rod. Well, not just that, though, but he is a purposeful lightning rod. Like, he is a bombastic personality because that does help him get ratings. Right. But by being that bombastic personality, you can always point to something that he said that you can just dis- you can be dismissive of because of that. Right. But he still gets on YouTube. Like... <laughs> he finds a way. Yeah. Well, it's not even him. It's because he has so many people that are listeners that they will just make up channels and then put his channel right, on YouTube. Them. Yeah. And then you'll get his show for a couple of weeks and then that will go away. Of course. And then another one will pop up and then that'll go away. But here's the thing. It's like we were talking about when they were only, you know, when government was only going after a certain subset of people, it wasn't as big a deal, but they keep expanding it. I mean, it always was to people like us who, who, you know, fight against tyranny in all forms, you know, yeah. and who promote freedom for everyone across who, the board. Regardless. Who actually believe in the principles of in the, the principle. ACLU. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the well, so you doesn't believe in it anymore, but we do. Yeah, right. We believe freedom of speech is number one oh, for abs- a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, unlike our Supreme Court. Uh, yeah, which we'll nom- get to that yeah, one we'll in a second. To, oh, God. Uh, but so, so now you have a situation where um, they're starting to censor a lot more um, things that are... You know, and you've seen it. If you've been on Facebook or Twitter, you see what's getting censored. Yeah, they ban QAnon. You, you see what? Yeah, they ban QAnon now. Which again, QAnon is just the dumbest shit conspiracy. Thing. It started out as a troll. It's a fucking joke, guys. It's a fucking joke, and now it's just being used by crazy people. Yeah, but if you're going to none ban of it's it, real. If you're going to ban it, but don't ban it. What you're going to do is you're going to give it credibility. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know if you're going to do that or not, but, no, but here's the thing by banning it, by, by, by banning it, people are like, well, why are they banning it for if it's, uh, if it's, you know, well, the thing is, is they shouldn't be banning any of it. And well, again, true. Facebook and Twitter right now are private organizations, but what's happening is, is that is starting to change. I mean, government is getting more and more involved. And part of the reason they're banning a lot of this is the pressure that they're getting from government. Yeah. They didn't set a law, but there's still the monopoly of force that, the government can exert onto platforms like Twitter and Facebook. Oh, it's huge. Are helping with it. Not, but not only that though, those people that are running Facebook and Twitter want it as well though. They do. They, because uh, they're selective in their enforcement of this stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. And all of them are because they have power. And once, once they get some power, they, you know, they power corrupts. It always corrupts and it absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. absolutely. I forget who said that. God, I wish I had his Voltaire? name. Voltaire? Uh, I don't think it was Voltaire. No. Anyway, um, but the point is, is, is that, you know, and now government is going to take away their, um, their liability, uh, uh, waiver essentially. So now if, uh, if Congress acts the way it looks like they're going to act and again, uh, so Congress is trying to clamp down on the fake news or, um, you know, whatever the, anyone saying anything that is not the exact government narrative 
that is not the propaganda machine, that is not the Ministry of Information approved INSOC, uh, you know, language is now going to be banned from any social media, um, which probably include us before too long as well. well yeah, um, but hold on, though, because the, the, the other thing that we're talking about here is that there was a story about Hunter Biden that that showed pretty much without a shadow of a doubt right. that what Hunter Biden was doing was selling influence to his father to the tune of millions of dollars. If this is legit. If it's legit. I don't know 100% whether the story is legit or not. There's a, a little bit of dubiousness to it, but it, it, it certain. look, I think that without question, the Bidens were in bed with the Ukrainians, we're getting backroom deals, we're getting money under the table, and we're you know working to you know, <laughs> sell influence. Here's Absolutely. the thing. It has enough legitimacy as the same as Trump's tax returns. And they didn't ban anybody for putting that out. Right. Even exactly. though that was, even though that information was, and here's the thing, it's actually less because that information was leaked illegally because that was not given out the way, like through, through proper methods. Right. This, the, the, the chain of custody for this information for the Hunter Biden thing was, is that the crackhead kid took the computer to a store, never paid for it, and never picked up the never picked up the laptop. Right. So by all rights, the person that was at the store now a, owns that property. Eh, that's the story, at least. I don't know if that's true. And, and but they didn't deny that part of the story, though. Okay. When they denied it, they were very careful. When they denied it, and this is where the social media comes into play. Right. They denied it using Twitter's ban of it as proof of the denial. What? Okay. When they came out with a statement on this, when, when, when Joe Biden came out with a statement on this, his spokesperson basically said, well, because Twitter banned it, you know that it's not good information. Oh, right? Really? Yeah. I've That's seen, the circular I, logic yeah, behind Yeah, I've seen Twitter and Facebook ban stuff that was absolute fact. Yeah, they know? do it all the time. Oh, yeah. And then when they fact-checked it, they say, yeah, it's a fact, but we just don't like what it says. Yeah, but, but they'll say some little thing on it is not, like, it's not true that it was at 8 a.m. It was at 8.30 a.m., so it's completely false. Right. Well, they've done it to me, because not because what I said was incorrect, but because other people have taken that same fact and misrepresented it as something else. Nothing I did wrong, but because other people have misrepresented the fact that I reported, they fact-checked me and said this is false information. Yeah. I, I mean, They're doing are, it are all you the kidding time. me? Right. Like the, These platforms are doing this well, on a consistent basis. Here's now. the thing. And now uh, Congress is looking to remove uh, the social media uh, platforms' uh, legal protections against uh, you know, uh, libel. Yeah. So essentially, if anyone says anything bad about you on Twitter or Facebook, Facebook or Twitter, if this law passes, could be liable for it. And that means all language is going to be shut down. And it's like in my book. I wrote in my book that, you know, social media, no one went on social media anymore because you weren't allowed to say anything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what's going to happen. That's that's what's it's going to completely kill social media. Yeah. But more importantly, fuck social media that you can't take your selfies and, you know, pictures of your food and shit like that. What it's going to do it is going to ensure there's only a single narrative, and it is the government narrative, period, end of story, or the corporate government collusion narrative, you know, the people in power. There's going to be one. The establishment narrative. There is going to be one official truth, and we're already heading to it. You can see it. If you're paying attention, you can see it right now. There is one official truth, and if you're not part of it, you don't. you no longer have a platform. Your mm -hmm. platform is taken away. And so, like, this Hunter Biden story, like we're talking about, this should be something that, you know, hey, the media should be fully investigating it. 
Let's look into it. Let's find out. It's, let's not make it a political thing just because political figures are involved. Yeah. You know? And again, I hate to say it, but a lot of this is about Trump. The hatred for Trump is so overwhelming. Oh, you know? no, no. It's, it's blinding. And I hate the guy, too. You know? But I hate Biden as well. I hate all presidents. Um, just for the fact they exist. Uh, but, you know, it, it, the hatred of it is turning. It, it's basically they're throwing away the First Amendment. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, they really are. They're just throwing it away. And again, let's go on to Amy, whatever the fuck Amy her Comey name. Amy Barrett. Comey Barrett. Um, you know, it, it, this, all right, first of all, look, if someone asks you, name the five tenets of the First Amendment. If you've, I don't know, graduated seventh grade, you should be able to name the five principles in the First Amendment, Right. I mean, I, you sh- here's the thing. Oh my God! You you're should. such an apologist. No, no, you should. No, no. If you're running, if you're if, hold on. If okay. you are, if you are going for the Supreme Court, you absolutely should <laughs> okay. be able to name. The Wait tenets. a second. No, 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 no. If you're okay, right, we'll take it a little further. So let's say you forgot seventh grade, you know, social studies. Fine. If you're in pre-law, okay. If you're a a freshman in college in pre-law. And a professor asks you that question and you couldn't answer it, he's going to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? You'd think so. Okay. And as you're listening right now, I want folks at home, think about it. What are they? You should be able to name them right off the cuff. Okay. Um, I asked my wife this question, who is completely apolitical. You know, she just doesn't give a shit about anything political wise. Um, I asked her, she named three out of five right off the bat, you know, and then it was like, oh yeah, 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 of course, you know, um, but they are freedom of speech, freedom of and from religion, freedom of the press, freedom of assembly, and the freedom to redress the government for grievances. Okay. Well, Amy, judge Amy couldn't name them all. How many did she get? She got four out of five. And then she was like, oh, God, I know there's another one. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. What is it? Oh, gosh, I don't know. What is it? The right to protest. She forgot the right to protest. And that's a window into the soul of America these days. That's a window into the law and order mindset that we've gotten to. You know, our forefathers were revolutionaries. Our forefathers were guys like, fuck it. We're going to go burn shit down. You know, we're going to go shoot those motherfuckers. And now we're in like, you know, oh my God, they threw a brick through a window. Oh my God, we got to stop that. You know what? Fuck that. But here we are putting someone on the Supreme Court who doesn't even understand that Americans have a basic right to protest. She doesn't even... She, look, she's. this is not a seventh grader. This is not a freshman in college. This is not even a, I don't know, an attorney. I wouldn't I mean, hire... She's not a, she's not a dumb a, person. I, 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 I wouldn't hire an attorney who couldn't answer that question. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I think a judge who couldn't answer that que- question should be impeached. We are hiring her for the highest judge of the land. For life. And for life. The First Amendment to the United States Constitution. The first thing our forefathers wanted to guarantee as rights for American citizens she couldn't name. That's fucked up, people. That's bad. And I'm not just saying about her. Look, RBG... I sang die, 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 my darling, when she went, when she died. Okay. I don't, I'm not saying like, oh, it's because she's a conservative. No, it's just the, none of these fucking people have any clue about what your rights are. And none of these fucking people care what your rights are. Well, why is that though? Because they can, because they don't have to care about your rights because you let them because you weren't burning shit down enough. You're right. The reason is because the people that the vast majority of the population right now, when you ask them that question, would not have known the answer either. No, it doesn't fucking matter. And, ma- no, and they don't no, care. No, that's the problem. Well, they no, don't and care. They don't care. No, no, yeah. it really, it comes down to people don't care as much. And because they won't cut fucking padlocks off fences and they won't fucking, you know, <sighs> because they're followers and not leaders. You know, maybe it's the, it's the maybe it's I the, don't know. It is the thing that compelled you. And it's the thing that compelled me on the path that we took at the time frame in which we took it. Right. It is the reason and it's the rationale behind it. And it's also the reason that you're ultimately frustrated is because at the end of the day, you feel too many times like you're pissing in the fucking wind. Oh, and I never wanted to be a fucking leader. Well, it just felt like at the time I didn't have a choice. The best people are those people. I just want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. yeah. That's that, all I want. That, I just want to just leave, get you out of my fucking life. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Not you people. I like you people. Well, most of you people. Some of you fucking people I hate. Um, but, <laughs> but government, just leave me alone. Yeah. But, but you're right. It is. People are, are, you know, followers. And which is why I'm so disappointed COVID's not more deadly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I tell you, man, I'm not in a good place All right, right so now. So <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Let's get a little bit in a better place right now. All right. Let's, and it, let's, do we have any happy news? Yes. Anything let's, can let's cheer do. me up? Because Titletown is coming back to Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. That has been nice. That has been a nice so little relief. So the first thing was is that you had the, the uh, truncated uh, hockey season. Right. And in that hockey season, the Tampa Bay Lightning were able to once again – Win the Stanley Cup. Lord Stanley. Hanging out in Tampa this year. It was interesting to see the Stanley Cup in Tampa Bay on a jet ski. Yeah. Like like being held up on a jet ski. That is one of the greatest traditions. How did that guy not fall down? Right. Right. Like I'm so like I would be so scared of dropping that thing in the bay. Right. Not that it would really cause any damage to it. I don't think it would. Well, you'd have to send divers in because I'm sure it's gonna sink. I mean it's silver. Well, yeah, yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I don't think it would cause any problems, but it was nice to see. I guarantee you that that guy, you know, that one guy that has to like, the, he's the like the cup babysitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see him all the time. He's got the stupid haircut, the blonde mm-hmm. haircut. Yeah. He's like always with the cup. Um, I, I guarantee you that guy was just shitting bricks. Oh, I bet he was. Like, oh, God, don't drop it. Don't drop well, it. Well, hold on. Can you just think about what that guy has seen with that freaking thing? Oh, though? yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Some, you know, people are partying on that thing. I'm sure people have sex on that thing. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's all kinds of madness but going on with it. In all reality, that is probably one of the greatest traditions in sports. Just the fact that the, the winning Stanley team. Cup? Yeah, that the winning team gets to like, you know. 
everybody gets a turn with it. Everybody gets to I have a day that, with it. I do you think know. the Stanley Cup is the best trophy. Yeah, yeah, without question. I don't think there's another one. Look, I mean, the Lombardi Trophy is second. I would say is second place. Right. But really, the Stanley Cup is the number one because you know what it is. There's only one of them. Exactly. It's the same one. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it like you get to have it for a year and then. You, and it gets bigger. I mean, eventually it does get bigger. It no, get bigger I actually bigger. found out that they take rings off. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So actually after time, they rotate the rings out because it, that's as big as they're going to make it. Oh, you know. Okay, okay. So what they do is over time, those rings go into the Hall of Fame, you know. As, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, cause I was wondering about that too. And my, uh, my wife actually uh, read an article on that and she, uh, informed me that yeah. that was the case, there you go. which I wondered, it's like, cause that's what I'm thinking, you know, and it, 50 years down the road, that thing's going to be like 18 feet tall. <laughs> it should already be pretty tall now. You would think, yeah. Cause you got to put all the players on it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they, it's, it's pretty small print. I mean, I've well, seen the still, print though, on there, but, yeah, but, but still, still, you got to, yeah. Every year there's still, there. you know, 30 some <laughs> players every year. I mean, how, I don't know how many players on a hockey team, but uh, it's not as many as you think. Probably I th 20. They only, well, they only dress 18, but there's probably, yeah, you're probably right. There's probably like 30 total. And probably if they're like their practice teams, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they probably put all of them on there yeah. too. But at any rate, so the, so the um, so the Lightning won the Stanley Cup. Right. Last night, the Devil Rays, which I'm always going to call them the Devil Rays. Yeah. The Devil Rays. I like that they still put now, the Devil Rays on the the, the yeah, mant on their yeah. sleeve now. Yeah. The Devil Rays are now in the World Series. They are in the World Series. They have won the American League Championship. And this year, I hold on. I didn't watch any Lightning games, by the way. Not really? One. Oh, I didn't watch one. I, I, watched I watched pretty much one all baseball them. game, and that was last night's game. Well, you picked the right one to watch. Yeah, it was a little bit nerve wracking, but yeah, I've watched most of the series. Um, you know, so it's uh, it's been yeah. You think that was nerve wracking, man? Try going up three games, nothing, and losing the next oh three my games. Gosh, right? That was just painful. But anyway, so it's nice. To, and here's the here's what I like about here's what I like about when a Tampa Bay sports team wins a, either a major championship or wins a game. The next day, it always seems everybody's nicer in Tampa Bay, right? <laughs> and if you lose, everybody seems more bitter. Yeah. So yeah, people I do, are bummed out. Like I, because I don't really care about sports anymore. But it is nicer when people are like in a better mood in an area. You know, I honestly thought at the beginning of this year because it was so everything was so screwed up. I didn't think I was going to be into sports this year. But I'm probably more into sports now than ever. Yeah, that makes me sad a little bit. I was hoping you were going to join me in the. In the, in the, you know, it's, I, I need a refuge, yeah, you know, that's, that's really, too. it's, it's become more of a refuge, you know, I was getting out of sports more because I was, there were a whole lot of other distractions, busy, yeah. you know, it's just like, um, well, right now I don't have a computer set up, so I can't do my normal gaming either. So yeah. <laughs> that's one other thing, but yeah, it's, it's been kind of a, a refuge in a, some tough times. So yeah, sports has been a good thing for now. Uh, we got the bucks playing today, playing green Bay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. With I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, still not impressed with Brady. Never was, but thought we should have kept Winston. You don't like Brady, do you? You know what? Yeah, fuck Tom Brady. I mean, I, I acknowledge that he's probably the greatest of all time, but by the same token, yeah, I, we don't need an old man, you know, coming in here when we had, I thought, a guy who had the potential uh, to be in the Hall of Fame. So. Nah. I, I, I hate the fact that we just go out and buy guys from other teams. I, I like it when they. Uh, really, you know, draft somebody and, and work through the growing pains and get to the point where, you know, you've you've congealed a, an organic team rather than just going out and buying one. Yeah. You know, 
So I felt like the Bucks did that in their first championship. They kind of just bought one, even though Dungey was building something, you know, it just the the team stayed the same, but the fact that they came in and got Gruden, you know, and, and year one he wins the Super Bowl, I thought that was Dungey's team and Dungey would have done it anyway. You know, so I hated that they made that that change at the last minute. Uh, hold on a second here, dude. Dungey, look, Dungey built a great team, but he just wasn't he wasn't the kind of coach to get him over the top. Hey, okay. Gruden was the Wait one that got him he, over he the top. He went to Indy, and three years later, he won the Super Bowl. And Indy was a shit team. He turned Indy around, and and they, they had Peyton fucking Manning, and they were doing shit. You know, <sighs> that's all they had. I guess I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I don't matter. I don't care about that. I, I I don't give a shit anymore. Not enough to argue about that shit. Yeah, I know. That's no fun. I would be fun to. Do a little sports argument. Yeah, here. I don't even care though. Like, I really like. I'm, here's the thing. Not only do I not care, but like, I am, I'm saddened that they, that they took that and they've ruined it with all of the like they brought politics into sports. Yeah, it yeah. still bothers me. I mean, don't get me wrong. In baseball, when I was watching last night, I didn't see anything like that in baseball. Uh, At least in the stuff I was watching, I didn't. No, see No, but every time I see those fucking cardboard cutouts. Uh, it just drives me crazy. And every time I see the, and God, somebody paid money to put cardboard, and I'm sure it was some, you know, company or somebody with an agenda, uh, but they paid money to put cardboard cutouts in the first row in the camera angle behind the batter where they're all wearing masks. <laughs> they Hold on. A cardboard cutout is wearing a mask. Yeah. In because the they're afraid of getting COVID. Right. On the cardboard cutout. Yes. And, and that to me, that's the, that right there is the stupidity of America. You know what? That I'm, is why Georgia Guidestones reduced the population to 500 million. I'm because so glad. You, most of you people are just too stupid to survive. Hold on. I am so glad that the TV I was watching the baseball game on last night was so small and far away that I couldn't. You couldn't tell? Oh, no. I, I had no idea. Oh. No idea. It was so small. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think a little bit, part of me is going blind too, a little bit. Like I'm starting to, you know, age is creeping up on me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm starting to, you know. Like, you could say, you say, I'm going blind. What? <laughs> But I, when I was watching it, you could I couldn't tell that part, so that was nice. Yeah, if if you uh, that main camera angle they have uh, from like the right of the pitcher from the mound, that angle where you're looking at, when they have a right-handed batter, yeah, or a, a, a left-handed hitter, uh, when they have a left-handed hitter, it's right over their shoulder, and the next three or four cardboard cutouts in the front row over the batter shoulder have, are all wearing masks. Did you hear about in the Colorado game at a Colorado game? They put all the South park characters in the state that States. I thought was awesome. That was awesome. That, that was, you know, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. It is. It just the stupidity of it. And, and that's, I, I'm, I'm getting over it to some degree, but I tell you at first it was really, really infuriating. Well, I, I wasn't watching the sports because too, though. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just everything. Again, it, it it's felt like this for a long time, but it feels like it really now. Like reality is just so broken. Yeah, you know everything has become fake. Everything is a lie, and everything's been exposed for what it was. Yeah, that's what it is. It's well, not. Even, it's it's everything's been exposed for what it was. They were inputting sounds during the games before. There was no, real they no. There was real sounds, but then there also was fake sounds. They were doing it before. It wasn't. This is not a new thing. It's not like they figured out how to do it. They were doing it before. Okay, but if there were sounds that they didn't like. They had sounds to overcome those other sounds. Oh, on TV? Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm talking about in the stadium though. In the actual stadium. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they're actually doing they are it in no, the they're stadium. piping it into the stadium. Yeah, See, they are. I actually think that's more for the that's well, that's more for, for the, the players for the players. Yeah. 
I, I don't think it really helps <laughs> because there's a look, <coughs> excuse me. If you're a player and you're sitting there and you're hearing all this fan noise and then you look at the stadium and it's completely empty. Yeah. You're not, they're not fooling you. <laughs> no, but maybe here's the thing though. As a player, you're probably more focused on like in football. It, it makes a difference. Like, you know, third downs. Now it's easy. It used to be, you know, when a team needed to call an audible and they were, you know, the away team needed to call an audible or something. They yeah. couldn't do it because crowd noise was too much. Um, that's all gone away uh, because I think they can only get to like 80 decibels or something, which isn't all that loud. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just, everything is so, I just think it's all been exposed. It's the same well, thing. I think, I think what's been exposed is how, um, how really fragile everything is. Mm, that's you know true what I'm too. saying? Yeah, no, no, that's true too. And how easily, uh, specifically government, because I, I, I really do blame government for 90% of this. The, the other 10%, I blame people just not saying, fuck you. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just how easily government can just take control of something. Yeah, you know, we we've just given them way too much power. Yeah, well, we, at the end of the day, we've given them way too much power because if you if you look at like this election, like with with Trump against Biden, right? Both. Sides, I guess we should probably talk a little bit. About maybe the a little bit. We, we we got about four minutes left, so. But if you look at this election between Trump and Biden, right? Ultimately, the problem should be not neither Trump nor Biden, but that you are so scared of the other one. Whichever one it is, you pick. You take your pick. It's been like that for a long time. But though. but no no. But this is exposing it though. Oh of yeah. Like you, if you're this scared, the problem isn't that we're electing the wrong guy. The problem is that we're electing a guy. Yeah. Exactly. Like we, no one should have the kind of power over your life that these people have. And this is what Trump and and right. to give him credit, to give him credit, this is really what he's exposed. Because you are witnessing, and again, Adrian may not agree with me on this one. You're witnessing a full court press of every structure and system that is out there to try to get you to vote for a dead man. Yeah. Yeah. There, I, I would agree with that at this point. From what I'm seeing out there is everybody is just pushed. Everybody who has a, a platform and a position of power who still has a platform, who hasn't had their platform taken away, is definitely at least behind the scenes, and not even behind the scenes, they're they're telling you to go vote, but it's implied who to vote for. Oh yeah. You yeah, know what totally. I'm saying? Well look yeah. and look at the so they had instead of the instead of the debate, they had dueling town halls. Right. They had two town halls on the same side on the same and the same night. And if you want to see the difference between the two Look at the look at the debate that or look at what happened with Trump and look at what happened at Biden. And this is the best encapsulation of what you can see. In I our didn't watch media. either. So I know you didn't. Yeah. Here's what they did. They gave Joe Biden every benefit of the doubt all the time he needed. No controversial questions whatsoever. As a matter of fact, they asked nothing about the Hunter Biden emails. Nothing. Not one question at all. Right. On Trump's side, the moderator was arguing and interrupting Trump at every opportunity that he that, that she could hit could have. Now here's the problem. The problem isn't even with how they treated Trump. The problem is is they didn't treat them both the same way. Like I don't mind the media person like giving the candidate shit. Right. What I'm pissed off about is that you're not giving them both shit. Like if you're gonna do it. 
then be consistent. If it's going to be an infomercial for them, then give them an infomercial. Then, then let them just say whatever they're going to say. I'm actually fine with you asking them questions. They answering it however they're going to answer it. You ask a follow-up. They answer it however they're going to answer it. I don't necessarily need you to be combative. But what I'm looking for is even-handedness. Right. It seems to me that the major media, when it comes to Republicans, give them no benefits of the doubt. Not that they even deserve it. They give them no benefits of the doubt. And they impugn nothing but nefarious motives for everything that they're doing for the for the Democrats. They give them a pass on everything and they give them the most, they give them the most, um, elevated, um, thought, well, they're they're doing the work of the people. They're doing very, very good. So I'm not going to sit there and challenge them and do my fucking job as a goddamn media person. I'm actually just going to be there to help them move their, move their propaganda along. Is the problem with the way they treat the Democrat or the problem, the way they treat the Republican? At the end of the day, it's the problem that the way they treat the Democrat, not the way they even treat the Republican, because they shouldn't give any of them a fucking pass well, because big, none of them deserve it. The biggest problem I have with the two um, town hall, uh, what was wrong with those? And again, I didn't see them. So, you know, I'm, I'm only speaking from a general purpose. But the biggest problem I had with these two town halls is that the ground didn't open up beneath them and swallow them both to hell simultaneously. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hold on. Here's That's the, the problem I have. Here's the funny part too: hmm. is that that debate, those two town halls, were only held because the Commission on Presidential Debates wanted to make them do Zoom debates instead, or like virtual debates and not in-person debates, right? Because they were afraid of COVID because Trump got COVID, right? However, by that time, Trump was no longer. You know, like uh, no longer right. He's clear. He's, he was clear, yeah. which he was going to be. They knew he was going to be clear, right? And they ended up just like they did in person town halls with a bunch of people there with a moderator going back and forth with that person. Why couldn't you have had the debates? Why couldn't you have had the debates? You could have. You just I, chose not to do I, it. I don't know. I, I mean, you don't care. I know you don't give a shit, but I'm just saying. I, yeah, I just, you know, giant meteor 2020. <laughs> He's our only hope. I'm, I'm still praying for the Carrington event. Let's have a big solar flare that wipes out all technology. And uh, I think that's probably the most, that's the most humane reset, I think, you know. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just hoping that uh, the next president is a lot more like Stalin or Mao or Hitler or something like that. You know, let's, uh, let's, let's thin the herd some. Yeah. Not, not necessarily on a racial basis or a religious basis. Just let's, let's get rid of some stupid people. <laughs> You know, maybe we can make this thing work again. Yeah. <laughs> you you going to play us out there, James? Are we going to play us out? Yeah. Hang on a second here. I got the, I got the song picked and everything. I'm all ready to go. I just got to unmute it. Do you need a fade up? Uh, if you want to fade you up, fade you up? Uh, I'll give you, fade up. give you fade up. We are, we are very unprofessional here because we are like <laughs> so makeshift with our studio right now. But uh, thanks for tuning out. Oh, nice. Old school. Um, tune in. If you want to tune in the second hour, please go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, be a patron, and we'll see you on the other side. Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the law will allow.